Oh, thrift stores, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. We love thrifting so much, we dedicated an entire podcast to talking about thrifting and sustainability. But every now and then, thrift stores do things that make us scratch our heads and wonder why they do them. In this episode, we discuss things thrift stores do that may hurt the thrift experience or in some cases completely damage the item. Keep listening for episode 29 of Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. The fall season is upon us. Pumpkin spice lattes, cozy sweatshirts, and voting? You betcha. Right now, I'm rocking my voting period sweatshirt, custom made by Etsy's Fat Don't Crack Shop. Does that name sound familiar to you? Because it's our co-host here on the podcast, Shannon. Shannon designed apparel for the whole family to help spread the word about the importance of voting this fall. Right now, you can get free shipping with the code Dina's Days. That's D-I-N-A-S. D-A-Y-S. Head to Etsy.com slash shop slash fat don't crack and get your voting gear today. Welcome back. All right. Today, we are talking about something. We're talking about pet peeves. Oh, that's everybody's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. We love you thrift stores so much. You rock our world. So much. You're like our mom and dad. But. Just like when you have family, sometimes they do things that really annoy you. Like our mom and dad. <laughs> like when your little sister dances in front of the TV. <laughs> or when your parents teach you how to do something you've been doing the same way for, for the last 40 years. <laughs> so just like family, thrift stores do things sometimes that I wish they would do differently. Yeah, just a little bit differently. So this idea came about actually from somebody on Instagram. One day I posted a pair of book ends that are shaped like acorns that I thrifted and they weren't that cheap, Shannon. Like how much? They were $6. Oh yeah, that's a lot. And I don't really need book ends. I bought them to resell. I thought, wow, somebody would really like a pair of acorn book ends. They're really cute. They are fun, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely not a $6 purchase I would have made for myself. No. And then... I took them home, and as I was getting ready to photograph them, to list them, I took the masking tape off that they had so that they keep them connected and together, and it peeled all of the material off. Like the color and everything. Everything. It was just, it was damaged. It's damaged. There's no, there's no fixing it unless I paint it. Six dollars for damaged acorn. So I posted something on Instagram, and I was like... PSA, thrift stores, please stop using masking tape and shipping tape to tape things together. Yeah, it's it makes me crazy. The same thing happened to me when I spent $25. That's a lot. Oh my gosh, that hurts. That's a lot. That hurts me in my soul. <sighs> but it was beautiful. It is beautiful. And it's like a divider, a room divider. And it's just gorgeous. And, that, and we even looked it up and the retail price was like over $100. So it was worth it. Right. But then I get it home and I take the sticker off Ugh. and it literally peeled off the paint. Like it was black. It has black paint on wood and they took a packing tape, mm-hmm. like packing tape to put the amount on it and it just peeled right off. Oh my gosh. It hurt my heart. And then, and then you have to repair it and then you're repairing something you didn't want to spend $25 on it in the first place. And I realize I sound really cheap, but I don't care. Like when you're at the thrift store, you don't expect to spend like tons and tons of money. $25 a lot of the time is how much my budget is for like the, the whole week. purchase. Yeah. yeah. 
So, so I get that. I get that. And a lot of people felt that way. I got flooded with messages saying, yes, I wish they would stop doing that. And, and then people started listing all these different things. And one reader was like, this would be a really fun podcast episode. You know, things we wish thrift stores would stop doing or things that we wish they would do differently. And so I thought both of us thought that was a really fun idea. And so we have a list of five things that we wish they would do differently. But we still love you. Yeah, 100%. Still love. So much love. Just change is good. <laughs> well, and then I'm always like, well, this is the price you pay for going to a secondhand store, you know, for getting a good deal. Sometimes you have to have the paint ch- peeled off of a pair of acorn bookends. No, I don't agree. Okay. All right. <laughs> So we already talked about number one. Number one is taping housewares with masking tape, shipping tape, that clear tape that you use to send a box, yes. like a package, Yes, is really harsh on a lot of different textures and materials. Right. And like there's stickers out there that you can put on anything that peels off of anything and doesn't take the material with it. Like why aren't, why aren't we using those guys? Probably because it's expensive. Okay, then can we use like a something like a writing utensil that you can easily clean off? The issue is that they're taping them so that the pair can stay together, right? Okay. So it'll be like bookends. Or in your case, okay, your case was different. Yeah. I don't know why they use tape in that case. Yeah. In on the room divider, that was not that necessary. I don't know. But like in my case, the bookends, I get that. You don't want them to get lost in the mix. I actually prefer when they keep things together that way. But maybe like use a rubber band or maybe String. use like the painter's tape, the blue tape. That yes. is so not harsh on any surface. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, and then if it is an issue where it's like we can't afford to buy a bunch of painter's tape for every single thing that comes in here that needs to be paired up. Can we use string or it's going to be extra work. And I know that that might be the issue that like everybody doesn't have five more minutes because two girls on a podcast (laughs) decided to complain. But like when we're talking about things like um, reusing items, like they're getting a lot of garbage t-shirts in there. Can they cut up the bottom of a t-shirt and then use it as string? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's extra work. Yes. Yeah. I realize. Yeah. Very sustainable. Sustainable. Like, they're going to, like, where is it going to, there's a lot of things that end up in the trash because it can't be changed into something else. Right. Can we use some of those objects to tie some stuff up? I don't know. That's kind of innovative. We We have to look at different ways to do things, and then after you've gotten used to it, it will take less time and less time until you're back to as fast as that piece of tape was. And I think... The masking tape works sometimes. Like sometimes I've I have not had issues. Shoes I've I've even had shoes taped together before. Yeah. Um. In some cases it doesn't matter, but like I think maybe it's a case by case basis where you're like, ooh, this might really peel the paint off. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that it's probably a cost saving thing, but I like the idea of being open to other ways of taping it or maybe not taping everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Another one that came up so much on Instagram. And it was one that I had even suggested to other people is stop using staples on the tags. Oh, this makes me so nuts. When you buy something really nice and then there's like, now you have two holes in your shirt. 
because they decided to use staples. And then, <laughs> Why are we using staples? Oh, what in the world is happening? And then you're like hoping that like the water and when you wash it, like you get it hot enough that it'll like meld the fabric back together and you won't have holes anymore. So bad. And a lot of times they'll do it on the tag. And then when you buy like a really nice designer item. Yes. You don't want a hole in that tag. And no. I know a lot of this drives resellers crazy too right. because you could find, you know, some really expensive brand and the tag is kind of ruined. I mentioned this before. I worked at a dry cleaner all throughout high school and college and we used to staple the tag, like the dry cleaning tag on the garment tag and oh. customers would complain all the time. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And then we switched to safety pins. Okay. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Why not use... Because, well, my first instinct is why are we stapling when they have access to those really cool guns? But it's cheaper. It's cheaper to staple. Okay, yeah. so safety pins is probably cheap too, don't uh, you think? I feel like that's a work safety hazard. Oh. Oh, okay. But I feel like there needs to be an, oh, like, no, a new plan needs to happen here. Oh, I, I totally prefer the barbs. Like yes. The, that, yes. Those are no, I have no issue with those whatsoever. Yeah. I, but I do think it's probably cheaper to do staples and barbs, but I yeah. have no fact to back that up whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> We're just giving, giving a li- little, adv- little advice. You don't have to take it, take it or leave it, but take it. <laughs> All right. What's next? There's nothing worse than getting like fiesta wear or, you know, something that you're really pumped about the brand and then you go to wipe off the $2 mark and it's there forever because they use a Sharpie. What? There shouldn't be Sharpies behind the scenes at a thrift store. <laughs> like there should be no access for anyone to pick up a Sharpie at any point. What? Oh, it makes me crazy because then then you start getting like all the weird stuff under your sink out trying to get the yes. Sharpie off. Every cleaning supply. <sighs> I, I felt like a straight up chemist before. Like, <laughs> what can I mix together? Let me get my safety goggles. Yes. And nothing has worked. And I don't oh. care what people say. Yes. A lot of times they use the marker you can rub off. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. When that happens. But there are lots of instances where it was literally a Sharpie. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't Where are they coming from? And you know what just makes me bonkers? Not just the permanent marker. Let's say you use the marker that's supposed to rub off. Yes. If you do that on leather soles, which leather soles usually equates to expensive designer shoes, there is nothing. I have tried everything. Nothing will take that off. Oh, that's so annoying. And I'm sure they're thinking, who cares? It's on the ground. But when you, like, you know, ground to you and you're walking and you'll walk it off at some point. But if you're reselling it. It matters because it looks so junky. Or like if you're crossing your legs. Nobody wants to see the thrift store price tag on the bottom of your shoe. Especially (laughs) when it's like a pair of $200 shoes that you found at the thrift store. I'm dead serious. Like today I found a pair of Jeffrey Campbell boots and they have leather soles. And God knows if I'm going to be able to take the marker off. Yeah, that's just annoying. It drives me crazy. Leather soles especially. And it'll say on the bottom, leather sole. What's your suggestion? Use a sticker. Use a sticker. Use a sticker. When it's leather soles, use a price sticker. And put it on the sole. Put it. I don't care where you put it. Yeah. Just don't use a marker on leather soles. Yeah. And then it just sucks. Like, that's great quality something, you know, and then now it's, I don't know. I mean, I realize you can still sell it. It just doesn't look as nice. Yeah. And you can still wear it. It just doesn't look as nice. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's not the end of the world. It is on your foot. Yeah. On the bottom of your foot. 
but that's not the point. It, yeah. And I, yeah, and there are a lot of resellers out there. And I think that's just kind of the reality now. Like, reselling is very popular and it's not going anywhere. And so, like, let's kind of work together, you know? Like, mm -hmm. we want to buy this stuff, but I'm not buying it if I can't take the price tag off of it. Yep. Okay, what's next for you? Okay, so this is a new thing for me that I've just found to drive me completely insane because, you know, for four seconds I decided to open up an Etsy shop and I think I've already, like, had a clearance sale. Like, I don't know. <laughs> But I'm at the thrift store and I'm looking at all these like vintage dishes. So I want to know what's the brand? Mm -hmm. Like what's going on with this? Is there an, a year on it? What's up? Like is this TJ Maxx or is it Avon? Like because you know sometimes I pick stuff up and I'll be like this is so cute. And then it's like Avon and I'm like oh man. So um, lately the new thing <laughs> is putting the sticker on the name, the name brand. So like I flip it over, say like, it's like a cool yeah. piece. And I'm like, oh, this has to be a Fiesta worth. Oh, it's just telling me how much it is when I look at it. Are you kidding me? Like, I want to know, is it Fiesta wear or is it a knockoff? Like I, right. so then I try to like peel it back. So it looks like I'm like trying to like steal right. stuff. Right. But really, I just want to know what is this? I never thought of that one before. But it, it has happened to me now that you say that. Yeah. And like you could just stick it on the side or on, right on the inside or just like down a little bit because they smack it like right there. So they're just like, you got to work for this. So this is mostly on housewares. Yes. Where it's like when you do start to peel that price tag off, it breaks in half. Yeah. You can't like just, it's not a nice peel. Nothing. No. Good. It is. It's awful. <laughs> it's not a nice peel. Gosh. And then, oh yeah. It's just yeah. So the solution really is don't put it on the brand. No, don't put, put it, it on the else. brand. Especially like then the person has to bring it up and then it's all wonky and you're trying to figure out how much it actually was because it's all messed up because you ripped it off. Yeah. You know, and then they're probably getting annoyed with you because they know you're the one that was trying to rip it off. You know, it's just, you I know, don't know. The whole thing is just annoying. I wonder if that happens because they're... It's like a, it's like an efficiency thing. Like mm -hmm. every, the price tag goes on the bottom of everything. I'm not yeah. even going to stop and think about like, okay, this is a good brand or whatever. Like, and I'm really trying to be sensitive to the fact that it is probably, well, we know it's a lot of work in the back room Yeah, and I, I'm definitely trying like, well, this is all, you know, fun and games and we're just joking around, but it is a lot of work back there and I've never worked in the back room of a thrift store, so I can't really relate. So I'm guessing things like this happen because of efficiency. Yeah. But it is, it does end up causing maybe a little more of a hassle because like you said, you're trying to peel it off. You're trying to see what the brand is. You take it up front. Then the thing doesn't have a price tag on it. Then they have to do a price check. And then yeah. sometimes they won't sell it to you. Yeah. And I mean, none of that's efficient. And I would have bought this one thrift store I was at recently. I would have bought a lot more. I would have went and got a cart all the cool stuff I saw. But once I figured out how hard it was to peel off one stinking sticker, I was like, yeah, that's the one thing I'm going to buy. And I'm not doing it that anymore. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, it's efficient to slap them on the bottom. But it could also be efficient just to slap them on the sides. Yeah. You know, like, just... Or, or just use one of those, like, I, I think they used to use these. I don't know if they use them anymore, but it's like the rub off pen, mm -hmm. but it's like a charcoal pen is yes. what it is. Like, just use those again. Like, it's like a silver pen, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, just do it. Like, that's so easy. I can wipe, I can wipe that off when I'm washing. I have to wash it anyway, because then the sticker is still a pain because then you got to get the goo gone out to get all the sticky stuff off before you put it in the dishwasher. Like, it's just, ah, it is a lot of steps. I, and I still see that silver marker a lot, but it, they don't always use it. Yeah, it, like, why? 
I don't know. I don't know what the process is. I really don't. And I wish they would use the silver one on the leather soles because that one actually rubs off sometimes. Okay. But the black marker does not. No, the black one's the worst. I had never even thought about the sticker thing before because you 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 shop a lot more housewares than I do. But I, I now that you say that, I've totally been in that situation. Yeah, it's annoying. And then the last thing that we wish thrift stores would do differently is to stop pricing things so high. Yeah, it it kills me sometimes. Like, I get it. You guys are making money. And then a lot of times, too, I get a little bit sad because I think about, and I realize, like, our world's different and everything's changed and whatever. And not even in this moment, but just, like, money's changed. Our dollar's worth less. Like, blah, 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 blah. But... Like, just thinking of, like, the cool score you could find back in the 90s, like, that literally isn't possible anymore. Like, you might be able to find something cool, but it's really, it it isn't as prevalent as it was. Mm -hmm. Like, it is picked through, and Mm -hmm. it's picked through to go to different locations. It's picked through to be set at higher retail marks. And back in the day, it was like, all these purses, I don't care, they're $5. Yeah. And it's just not like that anymore. Now all the name brands are pulled out. Like, I don't think they did that back in the day. And you could have, like, that really cool score. And now you can find that really cool score, but it's not going to be $5. It's going to be $25. And it's just, I don't know. It's just part of me, it really hurts. If you look at it logically and you're like, okay, this purse was $400 and you're going to get for $25. Just be happy you're getting this purse for $25. You know, but I'm looking at it at a very base, like, whiny brat level, and I'm just like, no, I want it for $5. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I think I think it's a two-way street. I hear you on both ends. I think on one hand, times have changed, and not all thrift stores get stuff for free. Some thrift stores have to buy their, their, their merchandise from organizations and things like that. So, yeah. The landscape has, is different. It's not the same secondhand scene that it was 20 years ago. And companies and nonprofits have to keep up with the time. But I also totally agree with you that that thrill of finding the score the way that we used to is not the same anymore. It's there. You A, have to work harder to find it. And B, it's also going to be a lot more expensive than it ever was. And C, like you said, it's filtered. So like... Things are pulled, things are behind the counter now, things are going online now. It wasn't just like you went to the thrift store and it was just, you know, open season. You just found whatever, whenever on the racks. Right, right. And it's like, we understand because like online didn't exist back then. So like we get it, that would be like a missed opportunity for our thrift stores. But it's just, it just is a little bit sad. It it is, it is. It is a little bit. It is. And... I guess my issue is that I don't care that they increase prices. I really don't. Because if I owned a business, I would increase my prices over time as well. That's just how things go. But I think two things that bother me about that is that we don't want to lose sight of the fact that a lot of families really need to shop at thrift stores to support their families. Not everybody's doing it because it's trendy. Not everybody's doing it because it's fun and mainstream and Instagram makes it look cool. People really need to get stuff for their families and they can't when a t-shirt for a 10-year-old boy is costing $15. Exactly. It's completely unreasonable. Yep. And Again, not all thrift stores are doing this. Um, I think in our area, some are more expensive than others. And some you can still go and buy stuff for your entire family. So that's one thing that bothers me is that we don't want to lose sight of the fact of of the purpose that that these thrift stores can serve for families in need. And second of all, 
The thing that bothers me about the increasing prices is that sometimes it's not even worth that price tag. In some cases, like these Jeffrey Campbell boots today, they were marked up and I was like, gotcha, no problem. I see why you did that. Mm-hmm. Like that was a fair, that was a fair asking price. Mm-hmm. Okay. Considering everything else that's happening in the, the thrift landscape now. But in some cases I'll see things like this is a target purse. Yeah. This is a target purse that was probably on clearance at Target. Uh And I'm not talking about new goods. I'm talking about used, like mixed in with their stuff that's marked up to $20. What? Yeah. And I think what happens in those cases is that the the person pricing, again, these are just human beings back there trying to do their job. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But I think sometimes it's just the person pricing it at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. Or like, an Under Armour t-shirt that you can get brand new at Kohl's for your kid, $25. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So it's just like, all right, let's 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 kind of come up with like a system that actually makes sense. Like yeah. the designer stuff, go for it. Mark yeah. it up. Yeah. Tory Burch bag, mark it up. I'm game for that. But some of this other department store mall brand stuff, families need that stuff. Exactly. And it's like... If you're paying at the thrift store exactly the same price that they had it clearanced at Target or wherever, then why am I at the thrift store? Yeah. And the argument is, hey, I would rather you buy this at the thrift store than buy it new, right? But but then like you're saying, it's the same price at Old Navy, brand new. It's the same price at Kohl's, brand new. Why would I buy it used? Right. Because right. yes, you can go buy it at Old Navy, brand new, but the idea is to stop buying new. But then you have people who, who are like, well, it discourages them then from, from doing it. Yes. Yes. So I think like our bottom line on this is we understand where you're coming from. We understand that it's not the nineties, but we need some consistency. Yeah. So I have a bonus pet peeve. I'm sure I'm sure the thrifters that are listening are like, Oh, great. (laughs) We love you. I've dedicated my entire creative career to supporting you. So please remember that. That's so true. Okay, so um, something that really gets on my nerves is if I go into a thrift store and I can't go to one section, but it's all over the store. So, for example, if I go in and shoes are just on top of the racks in the whole place, so I have to walk around and look for shoes and then I say, oh, those are cute shoes. Are they my size? No idea because there's no, they're not, they're not in sections of sizes. They're not in sections of types. They're not in section of men, women, children. Like it's just willy nilly all over the place. And I just decide in that moment that I'm not going to be looking for shoes today. I need to walk in and if I'm looking for shoes, go to the shoe section, look at all the shoes. A lot of times they're nice enough to even put them in size sizes and then I can just look at the sizes. A lot of times they'll put them in colors and I can look at which colors I'm looking for. Like I think the mind of a thrifter needs to see things in categories. Yes. Like I just think that's the way we work. And when they're just all over a store, I'm just like, okay, that's not happening. Yeah, so I, oh, I'm nodding so much because I think the idea of doing that, of having shoes on top of a rack, for those who can't picture it, picture like a rack of clothing that kind of hits to like about your chin or your face. And then on top of that rack is where all the shoes are. So you've got like 
shirts and then shoes on top. <laughs> and, and the idea is that it's on every single rack, right, throughout the store. But the idea is that it forces you to go through every single aisle. That's yeah. that's the idea of, like, keeping you in the store. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Has ever. the complete opposite effect on me <laughs> because for so many reasons that I could have a whole episode on. Like, sometimes I only want to thrift shoes that day yes. and I only have 10 minutes to go in yes. and not go up and down every single aisle. Yes. But then my other question is, how can people in wheelchairs reach those shoes? Ooh, good one. Yeah. That's, how is that How is that accessible? Not at all. Not That's so unfair. Oh, that's a really good one. I didn't even think of that. Because you... I'm short. I'm 4'11", uh -huh. okay? I can... I literally cannot... It's not at my eye level. I cannot see those shoes. I have to stand on my tippy toes to see them. Oh, that's too So much I was work. thinking, if I was sitting in a wheelchair, yeah. how do you reach them? Yeah. That's not fair at all. Yeah. So we got to stop that. Just period. Done. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Okay. I have a bonus one too. Okay. And I think that there's a reason why thrift stores do this and we can kind of talk through it. If something isn't priced, they won't sell it to you. Yeah. That drives me nuts. And I think it's because it has to go through the process in the back. Like I get that. I get that. Yeah. But as a thrifter, oh. thinking about it stresses me out. It's so unfair. I've had to beg before. I know. I'm like, know. please, please just sell it to me. Mm -hmm. Sell it to me. Like, no, no, we have to go to the back. And it has to go back out on the floor. And then you have to come back the next day. No. All stores have different policies. I've been to stores where you've had to come back the next day. And I've gone back and it was gone. Of course. Yeah. And then some cases, they saw the desperation in my face. Mm -hmm. And they were like, fine. And then they go to the back and they pull some number out of thin air. Yeah. And they're like, $150. <laughs> I'm like, fine, I'll take it. I'll take it. Stop playing games with me. Oh, my God. See, in that moment, that's when I feel like a manager should be able to handle that situation. Like, come on. And they have before. I They have. I mean, I'm trying to be funny, but, like, there were instances where they're like, okay, let me send this back to the manager, and the manager comes back, and yeah. they've sold it to me. But I've been rejected before. Yeah, I, I've been with you when you've been yeah. rejected before, and it just seems ridiculous. I think a manager should be able to do that, and it stresses you, like, what like can you just have a process for when it happens because it's gonna happen because things get missed and whatever but if it goes out on the floor and there's no price on it can't like because we know it's gonna happen can we just have a plan in that moment and it not be that i can't sell it to you but like let's just yeah come up with something here. and as you're talking right now i'm thinking maybe a reason why and i've never worked in retail so some of this stuff, there's probably reasons that I don't understand, but I'm thinking it's to avoid theft. So like somebody could have ripped the tag off and said, oh. this doesn't have a tag on it. Oh. How much is it? And That's then it would, it would have been marked $20 and then hoping that you'll come across a manager that says, oh, that's $10. Yeah, that's true. So, and I'm sure that happens all the time. Yeah. People, those tags are easy to rip off. Yeah, and I so I, I think, or, you know, you rub a, a, a tag, a price tag off of like a houseware or something. Yeah. I think that's probably the major reason why, but I agree with you, some type of policy that doesn't require me to come back. Yeah. Like no. for you to turn me away as a customer yeah. when... Because those, those, that range of emotions that you feel, you're yeah. like, holy cow, I cannot believe I just found this. Yeah. Oh my God, what's the price tag? You're freaking out. You're sweating. And then they tell you no. Uh-huh. Like, in that moment, you can have a full cart and be like, I'm not buying anything. 100%. Hi. 100%. I, I will walk out. Because it's kind of like a buzzkill. It is. It really is. And yeah. I just feel like in business... 
you never want to turn a customer away. Right. Customers are always right. No, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they should be at the thrift store. So, uh, do you have any more? I have one last one that I thought of, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but, and, and I'd like to add that I think a lot of thrift stores are doing a lot better. Plus size. With plus size clothing, if I go in and you have a plus size section and it's literally like two feet, like I'm over it. Yeah. I'm so over it. Yeah. So I've noticed that if you do not have a plus size section and you just include me in everything, so I'm included in shirts and it just keeps going in the size, you know, there's extra, usually, a lot of times when you go into stores and they have a plus size section, it stops at extra large. Don't stop at extra large. Just put the extra, the new, the next sizes up. 1X, 2X, 3X, 4X, 5 whatever, you know, just put them up there so I can go through them and I can determine yeah. if the extra large is going to fit me yes. or if the 2X is going to fit me in this situation. You know, like don't put me in a little two feet spot. Like, let me be a part of the whole place. Yes. Yes. You know? I love that because I think a lot of thrift stores are thinking the opposite. I think they're doing it to feel like we're being inclusive. Yes. We have a plus size section. Yes. But actually, it has the opposite effect. Right. Because you feel so constricted. Yes. And then you look through those, you know, 15, 20 things, and then that's it. But a lot of times people are putting things back in weird spots. Totally. A lot of, we all know that no size is the same in every brand. Like I have found so many more options when a store includes me in the whole store and instead of just putting me in a corner. When you put me in a corner and I'm just looking at these two feet of things, like I just am done with clothes and I just move on to houseware. Very discouraging. It is. And, but like, if I can go to all of these different areas and like look at all, you know, through the whole store and feel like just like everybody else, I always find more. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait for you to. Oh, nobody puts baby in a corner. But it's so true because a 1X and a 2X, that no, they're not all the same. And you could be a, a 2X and you could easily fit into an extra large. Yes. And it's, the size means nothing, yeah. but at the same time, it means everything, yes. right? You are more likely, again, from a business standpoint, more likely to shop and buy things. 100%. You're more likely to pick more things up. Yep. When stores started doing that more, I started buying more clothes. Yep. And, and I think right there just tells you the clothes are there. It's just the way that they show them to me. Yeah. To pick them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And, you know, my whole stance on this has been if thrift stores can't, as it relates to plus size clothing, if thrift stores have the ability to source more plus size, do so. You know, whether if you buy clothes or if you're buying liquidations from different department stores, always keep plus size at the top of your list. It needs to be filled. The gap needs to be filled. There's not a lot of plus size donations coming in. So if you can bring new goods in or something, that's one way thrift stores can help solve the problem. Yep, I totally agree. Well, now here I am stepping off of my soapbox. <laughs> We love you. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, if you do have questions with pricing or other things, you can always go to them. You can always talk to a manager nicely and they're always really willing to work things out. I, I think it's a two way street and, and stores are always open to that feedback. I think so too. All right, everyone. Happy thrifting. Don't let these pet peeves stop you from going to support your local thrift stores. 
Stay safe and wear your masks. Peace. Thanks for listening to Allow Us to Rethriftreduce Ourselves. For episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode by going to Instagram and finding us at dinasdays and at Podcast. We'll see you next time.